0: Trivia Music Show
1: of your favorite pop stars.
0: How's it going out there fam? Welcome to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And for those of you joining us for the first time, we are all over the internet searching for lesser-known facts about some of the big names, legends, mega stars, or what we always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these icons in the world of music. I'm TJ Reed and I got my bro in here with me, Liu Yen. What's going
1: on, man? Well, like I said, it's always a good day when I get to record pop muse <laughs> and <laughs> nice. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of the best episodes ever. Oh
0: wow. Okay, that's that's a big statement. Well before we hear who you have for us today, I just wanted to ask you mm-hmm. a question. If you were to detail the most musical part of a snake, what would you say it would be? <laughs>
1: Oh, I would say I definitely get the wrong answer, <laughs> but I'm gonna say tail. The tail, because it moves around and it's very—it could be very rhythmical. I don't know.
0: Mm, okay, that—that that, I can see why you would say that. But the answer is the most musical part of a snake is its scales.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all clear now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. But anyway, man, who you got for us today?
1: Well, I've got this amazing Singaporean singer, and she was extremely popular back in the 1990s. But I'm not going to focus on her career achievements today because she's got one of the most amazing personal stories
0: ever. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for personal stories. I feel like that's the element of the show that sticks with a lot of our listeners more so than the accolades. So I really appreciate that. And on my side, I have a, an artist that has captivated my eye and my ear with her music, her style, and I feel that she's a culmination Of a lot of the old stars (laughs) You know, wrapped up into this wonderful, beautiful singer So I'm really looking forward to putting you up on who this person is
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too Because previously off the show You said that she is trying to bring like old school R&B and soul back Yeah And I think that's very intriguing Because uh, those type of music are right up my alley So Mm, we'll see All right
0: well, before we get started, guys, we just want to let everyone know that everything that we find on the show is largely Internet based. So some of these quote unquote facts could be a bit erroneous or outdated. So if there's anything that needs updating, please let us know. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And hopefully we can update that new information onto a later episode. So with that out of the way, Mr. Liu, I'm going to go ahead and dive into my artist, if you don't mind. Cool. Let's get the party started. All right. So fact number one, this is according to TV Overmind and Wikipedia. So like most artists, this star... Music has been a large part of her life from the very beginning. Her dad was a musician and um, spent many years playing in a band as a hobby. So she would attend a lot of his shows. And, of course, this, you know, he fostered her interest in music Mm -hmm. from a really young age. When she was just eight years old, she became a published author with the release of a collection of poems. And they were titled Anything on Earth Poems. So think, really? Yeah, 8 years old. 8 years old. Yeah, I guess she started writing by the age of 4 for that. Oh, so precocious child. Incredible. Unfortunately, there are no copies of the book available online because, I mean, I think for a lot of us, we would be interested in reading some of these poems. Um, She's actually been performing since she was in elementary school, and her talents resulted in many people thinking of her as a child prodigy. When she was just 10, she performed a cover of Alicia Keys' If I Ain't Got You, and that was on the, uh, the Today Show. And when she was 14, she signed her first record deal and released a single under her real name. So, yeah, I think this is not unusual when it comes to artists. They're kind of baptized in this world of music from a really young age and they just pick up this momentum and they are they just shine at a really young. So, it's like it's expected that this person will be a marvel once they get older. I mean, at least from my perspective when I'm hearing about this young artist exposure from a young age, it's like Okay, yeah. It's like you have to be famous. You have to make it because you just have all the influences around you.
1: Yeah. And also, Alicia Keys, if I ain't got you, yeah. big shoes to fill.
0: <laughs> right. All right, we're going to move on to fact number two. and This is according to thethings.com and Wikipedia. Before releasing her debut, she competed on Radio Disney's Next Big Thing at the age of 12. And her song, My Music, got a feature on Radio Disney. And at the age of nine, she also made her acting debut on the Nickelodeon TV film, Schoolgirls. Don't think Never I've ever heard of it. that. I haven't seen that either. I don't think that would appeal to me very much. But anyway, uh, in addition to singing, she's well known for her skills on the guitar, but that's not the only instrument that she plays. Apparently, she's also known to play the piano, the bass, and drums in addition to the guitar so she could be her own one woman band so really talented and I actually heard a little bit of that in her music where it, it has this live show sound to it like it's, it sounds like you're listening to a stage performance and so i think that that's something that's been lost especially nowadays with you know the auto tune and the dance or the club beats that you hear in a lot of the music today you don't hear too much of that in her music which i kind of respect
1: yeah i definitely see what you're talking about and personally i always admire artists who not only can sing very well, but also can play instruments. Mm -hmm. And if they can also make their own music, that's like cherry on top. So yeah, I I already admire this artist, whoever she is.
0: (laughs) Some of her top inspirations are Prince, Lauryn Hill, and B.B. King. And she also cited Stevie Wonder and of course, Alicia Keys as some of her heroes in music as well. So that brings me to fact number three, and this is according to Wikipedia. She has a song titled "Lost Souls," which bears similarities to Lauryn Hill's "Lost Ones." I'm not sure if you heard yeah. that album or, but uh, that Miss song. Miss
1: Education, yeah, Lauryn My Hill.
0: favorites of all time. That wasn't an amazing album, and apparently she feels the same. Some of her top singles include tracks with Daniel Caesar, YG. Jeannie Ico Chris Brown Jasmine Sullivan and many more so she's collabed with a lot of these stars Mm. yeah could be a clue there her EP which was well I can't really give right now because it's her name was supported by a wide range of stars on Twitter. For example, Rihanna, Drake, Alicia Keys, Usher, Tyrese, Taraj, P. Henson, and more. A lot of them were took to Twitter and just were complimenting it. So I think this kind of also catapulted her into the limelight in the world of music, too. So again, mm. a lot of stars from that time frame. I mentioned Usher. He's kind of from the, the 90s. And so a lot of these guys can listen to her music and be like... Yeah, you guys need to check this person out.
1: But Taraji P. like, she stood out.
0: Yeah, she's an actress. She's
1: different from all the rest of the artists you mentioned. So (laughs) I wonder if there's a connection there.
0: I believe there might have been a song that she performed for. I mean, she's done soundtracks as well. I'll reveal one soundtrack song that she's done. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if that will give it away or not, but um, I'll do it anyway. Let's move on to fact number 4 and this is according to Nicki Swift, TV Overmind and Wikipedia. Her sound has often been compared to Lauren Hills and that's something that she takes as a compliment. She's a big fan of her work as I mentioned earlier. Uh, during an appearance on The Breakfast Club in 2019, she revealed that pop music icon Janet Jackson once visited her after one of her shows and opened up about how this new artist's music helped her get through a difficult time in her life.
1: Wow, that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's like the compliment of compliments, I I mean, in my opinion. And also, MJ, meaning Michael Jackson, reportedly reached out to her before his passing to say that he was a fan of her music. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's like bucket list item. I mean, it's like you could just die and go to heaven after getting appraised like that. But anyway, uh, in 2019, she opened up about the launch of her Bring the Noise Foundation uh, to Big Boy TV, and she explained that she aimed to bring music programs back to schools uh, with the goal of finding the next star who's looking for their big break. And this was something that was prevalent back in the day. I think um, Prince was involved in this, Quincy Jones, and they were always scouting for you know young talent, and um, it's not something we see so much of these days and I guess she's trying to bring that back which is kind of cool okay so this might be a clue for for some people who might have seen the film Mm -hmm. Uh, she won an Oscar for best original song and the title of the song was fight for you and this was part of the Judas and the black Messiah soundtrack this was a, a really famous film about the Black Panthers so yeah for those that have seen the movie and are familiar with the soundtrack this is a dead giveaway oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: i haven't seen that one yeah moving on fact number
0: five this is the last fact here and this is according to wikipedia she comes from a diverse background and as i always do fact number five tends to give more of the more obvious details and hopefully this will give you a little bit more help here mm-hmm. in because you still look a bit clueless She comes from a diverse background, although many may assume that she's entirely black. She's actually biracial. She was born in California to a black father and a Filipino mother. And she's very much in touch with both of her cultures as they've played an important role in who she is. And... I guess uh, she has taken a few trips to the Philippines and she's performed she's been on uh, TV in the Philippines mm-hmm. and she's performed and so yeah that was kind of cool to uh, to see that uh, one of the things everyone always notices about this artist is that she's rarely seen without her signature sunglasses on she's always like to keep the focus on her music and not so much on her as an individual and the sunglasses in some way give her some form of a uh,
1: Um, protection?
0: I guess she could feel anonymous uh, and people will focus more more so again on her music and less on because I think especially for women, you know, their curves or their hair and their features their form and like how much skin is showing at least from an advertisement perspective these physicalities get more recognition and value than their actual music or musical ability and unfortunately that gets precedence over what should be valued which are the skills i know that there's more to being a musician than just being able to sing i think that there's a certain finesse that you need to have as well but i think these days uh <laughs> let's just say there's a lot of musicians out there who the term musician is uh
1: loosely used <laughs> loosely given <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: kind of interesting she's not certainly not the first person to rock shades but I'm not sure if there's an insecurity there, and normally it stems from some form of insecurity. But for her, at least, it's written, and she's interview in her interviews. She speaks on just wanting people to yeah see her for who she is, and that's a musician.
1: Mm. Very well said. You mentioned that she was an Oscar winner, obviously. Mm. She's also a Grammy winner, correct?
0: Yes, she has won some Grammys as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. That brings me to the end of my facts, and it sounds like Mr. Liu may have a clue here on who she is. Not sure if that was off-the-mic talks that might have given it away. But um, anyway, Mr. Liu, why don't you tell us what gave it away for you and share who you think it is.
1: Okay, what gave it away for me, like you said, was the generous tip At the very end, the glasses, (laughs) that thing. Yeah, so I think the answer is very obvious, because Mm. not only did she rock her shades, she also won an Oscar, and she was a Grammy winner. So based off of that, I can say definitively that the artist you're talking about today is Her, (laughs) H-E-R. Yeah, yeah. Gabby
0: Wilson, professionally known as H.E.R., which is an acronym for Having Everything Revealed, is an American R&B singer. She's received several awards, including an Academy Award, a Children's and Family Emmy Award, and five Grammy Awards, along with nominations for a Golden Globe, three American Music Awards, and four Billboard Music Awards as well. I've had the opportunity to listen to her EP album, Volume 1, And I was blown away. Every track from start to finish was really, really good. And it didn't have that typical sound that you're used to hearing in music today. So I felt like I was going back in time. And for me, that's really a good thing. There was a track that she redid uh, with Marvin Gaye. And I can't really remember the title of the song. And I remember thinking it was amazing. I was just like, wow, she did that really well. And so her newer album, Back of My Mind, I listened to that from start to finish. She collaborated with Chris Brown and... Uh, yg and it was just like wow this artist is pretty hot and i mean that in you know a multitude of contexts so i got a few tracks that i would like to share from this artist first up i got the track from her and chris brown and this is come through and that will be followed by another famous upcoming artist that most people know as bob marley's grandson and that is slow down with skip marley and if there's time I'd like to share the track that we just talked about on the show that she won an Oscar for and that's Fight for You. Let's hear it. I almost missed
2: my flight today. I look good even though I just got back out this way you already got plans for the city call them off cause you call them off for me you're always going on and on got it all ask me why i never leave i don't go out much but you should come through You expect what you've been doing to me Fighting it off, you've been fighting me off for weeks Don't leave cause I need ya But you should come through through tonight If you ask me, I don't feel I'm care for you more than my own self darling i share i share with you all goodness and well said we can have just one night or we can have one whole life if we pay it cool yeah Or oh, we can have
3: everything if our hearts are true. Girl, slow down. Girl, let me love you. Now, let me slow down. Let me get to you know.
0: you by her yeah that one had a 1970s kind of vibe to it and I don't know the way that she sings it has a, a little bit of Marvin Gaye in it
1: yeah definitely I can see the influence as well yeah. but personally I i slightly prefer the duet she did with chris brown oh yeah i thought that was old school r&b and i'm digging it
0: oh yeah yeah i'm feeling that song too i that's one of my favorites. come through i think i had that on my playlist and listened to that that was one of the tracks that i listened to like every day for like a few months oh nice yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah i think i'm gonna start doing that today <laughs> All right, man. So I'm looking forward
0: to uh, your artist today. So who you got?
1: Well, like I said, this artist's life story is extremely incredible. And if you ask me, she's right up there with Dave Wong because we covered his story and that was incredible. So I first learned all the details from various sources years ago. And unfortunately, I cannot remember all of them. Mm. But I can say that these details can still be found on 163.com, mm. sohu.com, and qq.com. Okay. So, if you're so inclined, you can definitely visit those websites for confirmation. All right. All right. Here we go. So, this artist took part in a beauty contest in Singapore at the age of 18. She wasn't the eventual champion, but she won Miss Congeniality and Miss Photogenic. Miss Photogenic. (laughs) I didn't realize
0: there was an award for that.
1: (laughs) Yes, there is. (laughs) So that gave her a lot of confidence. So she took part in a singing competition the next year. As luck would have it, she got noticed by a music producer. That producer thought she was super special, so he helped her get a record deal. Nobody knew it at the time, as the producer was only 28 and she was only 19. Um, so however you slice it They're both very young But he was a true genius And would later be referred to As the Singaporean version Of Jonathan Lee Okay I don't know if you still remember Jonathan Lee Yeah, Li his Zongsheng. name
0: coming up For finding different musicians And stuff like that
1: Yeah So he was known as The Li Zongsheng. I'm sure he didn't like that term <laughs> But uh-huh. if you're a music fan Here in China You know how much that means mm-hmm. If you get compared to Jonathan Lee All right. So Jonathan Lee was superb at creating pop songs that reflect women's emotions and struggles So you can pretty much guess this Singaporean producer's style He also wrote and produced a ton of songs in that vein for this artist And all of them were super, super successful. It was hit after hit after hit after hit. And they were known as the golden pair in mando pop. Okay. Because this artist became so huge, Jonathan Lee himself got interested as well. He contacted her and said he wanted to write songs for her and produce her. Surprisingly... She said no. (laughs) Do you know why she said no? Mm,
0: Maybe she felt a sense of loyalty to the guy that's been helping her from the beginning.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very smart answer. But that was not the entire story. So the reason she gave was she only wants to work with this Singaporean producer because he truly sees her and knows what she's all about. But looking back, I still don't think that's the entire story. Mm. I think... By then, she was already helplessly in love with the producer.
0: Okay, okay, that that also makes sense.
1: Yeah. Sadly, that producer was already married. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, he knew he shouldn't give her any false hope. But on the other hand, he really didn't want to let go of such a wonderful collaborator. He knew if he rejected her, she would stop making music with him. So he just strung her along, Mm. telling her that he will get a divorce one day and then they can be
0: together so then they probably were involved most likely yeah
1: (laughs) but I, i just can't imagine like that is the oldest trick in the book yet she still fell for it so i guess when you're in love you're in love you're in love yeah that's why they call it
0: lost in love or fall in love right because when you fall you're helpless you know which is the which is the opposite of standing in love
1: I think the most amazing synchronicity just happened because you mentioned Lost in Love. We're actually going to play one of her songs today. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly called Lost <laughs> <Really>? in Love. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> so anyway, even though he kept promising that he would eventually get divorced, that day obviously never came. And this will he or won't he scenario went on for seven years. Mm. In 2000, this artist got the shock of her life. She found that... Not only did the producer have no intention of divorcing his wife, he was actually having an affair with her assistant. Oh, wow. With the artist's assistant. So this was a huge blow, and she got hysterical on several occasions. Mm. Notice that the word hysterical was a direct quote I heard on TV Not my word. So the producer knew he was guilty as charged, so he didn't deny anything. Instead, he took the easy way out and ghosted her. So, of course, back then, ghosting wasn't even a term. But, you know, he ghosted her. Oh,
0: geez. That's just...
1: Low, right? Yeah, that's pretty
0: bad. Yeah.
1: In the meantime, the assistant could not deal with the pressure that came with the scandal because she was such a huge star. So guess what?
0: she probably left the industry she probably I don't know she ended her life or
1: yes there you go Uh, she ended her own life jeez that's not good yeah so naturally the artist had a major breakdown most fans understood that she would need uh, a really long time to recover but few could foresee that this singer might need a permanent leave Mm. so two years later this artist still couldn't get over what happened and therefore could not make any new music it was at this time that she got to know an up and coming Hong Kong singer he was very kind to her and Even accompanied her on a trip to Italy With the goal of helping her feel better And move on from the past Mm. You know, actually I once heard someone say to me that I have zero resistance from a kind man So if a man is kind to me And if he likes me Then I'm toast (laughs) (laughs) that's her original quote (laughs) so um it was the same story for this artist that man was being very kind to her and Mm -hmm. then she fell in love with this man
0: okay Uh, that's also you know it's uh, i want to share a personal revelation here there's someone that's really close to me Mm. that has this similar tendency to kind of put all of her eggs in one basket so to speak Mm -hmm. just totally dive in to one person's arms and when that person proves to not reciprocate this person just completely had like a breakdown mm. and then it's like I want to say that you know you shouldn't give someone that much power over you mm. you know I think there should be some form of reserve that we keep because yeah if you give somebody that much control over your emotions your life your energy your love then, if they break it, then you're left there to pick up the pieces, and sometimes you're not able to do it. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? I actually completely agree with your assessment there. But, like I keep saying, you know, the old saying is there for a reason the heart wants what it wants, and when you're in love, you're in love.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, this singer helplessly fell in love with that Hong Kong singer, and for a while, it seemed like life would be good again. But the artist still couldn't bring herself to sing. Uh, So she was just happy doing charity work and being that guy's girlfriend. Mm. Unfortunately, that Hong Kong singer got into a row with some authority figures at his record company and they basically just stopped all of his work. Mm. So his career ended before it even had a chance to begin. And that's when all hell broke loose. He became a different person. He was highly irritable and got increasingly violent. He would often hit and kick this artist, but she always stayed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know, when things are going great, people are great. But you truly get a glimpse of someone's character when things are not going so well. When things hit the fan, you can really see who you're dealing with. And it's unfortunate for this artist because yeah, the abuse is just, I think, is excessive. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, I appreciate what you did there. Things hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, let's just say crap hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I think what's even sadder is that this Singaporean artist thought she would soften him up and he would be that kind man again. She would try to fix him. Mm,
0: Yeah, she's a fixer.
1: (laughs) So, of course, that was pure fantasy. Instead of treating her better, the guy broke up with her. She was already pregnant at the time, hmm. and she mentioned she was suicidal. Still, he was very adamant. He asked her to have an abortion and reiterated he wanted to break up. Mm-hmm. So wow. as fate would have it, this artist suddenly received a message from that Singaporean producer, the one that screwed her over, yeah, he said he was now divorced and he wanted a second chance with her. So of course, she went back to Singapore to with that produ- to be with that producer again. Oh, and Mr. Liu,
0: this is this story is killing me, man.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> After she was back, she found that it was all a big fat lie. So he was not divorced and he simply wanted to create some more music with her because apparently he missed the success they had together. So that was really the last straw that broke the camel's back. She was so hurt and so full of, I wouldn't want to say hatred, but it felt like hatred and also grief that she lost the baby she lost the baby and soon afterward she was caught in a very bizarre hotel incident. She was set to stalk someone there and say threatening and nonsensical things to that person and she was taken away by the police and later she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh wow
0: well, as you mentioned you said the last straw I think she reached her, her breaking point. I haven't heard of too many stars or many people who have reached you know fame that were diagnosed with schizophrenia so I can't say for certain what that entails. Uh, What exactly is schizophrenia? I mean, what are some of the behaviors that people exhibit?
1: Well, everybody is different. But I think for this artist, because she later confirmed this in several interviews, she had hallucinations. Mm. She could hear voices.
0: Okay, wow, that is a first on this show and just in general. And with this condition, is it triggered by trauma or is it something that is, is it genetic?
1: Yes, I would say uh, it was mostly triggered by trauma. And in her case, I think she was so traumatized by both love affairs Mm -hmm. that she completely lost sense of herself. And that's when the hallucination began, and that's when the voice took over. Wow. So, yeah, it was a very tragic event for sure. And you would think that that was rock bottom for her. Oh, no. But wait. After she got well enough to get out of the psychiatric care, so that was like several years later, Mm -hmm. she found that her family had basically abandoned her. They had transferred all of her assets elsewhere and was trying to send her back into another psychiatric hospital. She had no resources whatsoever and she didn't even know how to use... Social media, because she was kept in psychiatric hospital for several years.
0: So, and I feel like that's probably advice from some money-hungry lawyers. You know, like, oh, she's mentally,
1: yeah, stable. So, you guys should do something about her assets. Do something about yeah. her
0: assets, and don't forget my retainer fee. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, vultures.
1: So, because she didn't even know how to use social media, she just wrote a message on a huge piece of paper. And asked for help on the street, and that image was plastered all over the internet, along with the image of her crying uncontrollably to fans who asked her if she was all right. That image would always remain on my mind. Yeah, that's horrific. I mean, I
0: haven't, I can't, I haven't seen it, but just imagining it, it would be something that you never forget. Mm. Yeah.
1: So there wasn't much information after this particular episode, but she did eventually show up in the public again. She said things with her family and that Singaporean producer were, quote-unquote, good again. I'm not sure what that means exactly, but she does look healthy, and so I hope she has finally found peace. Wow. All right. Well. <laughs> right? Speechless. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I speechless told you. with that. She has an you amazing know, there's, life there's story. There's no
0: punchline that follows a story like that. That's just uh, really rough. And it, it, it shows you the downside of what this business and what this world can bring. And um, yeah, it shows you how low people can be also in life. Lovers and even family.
1: Yeah. I think her story resonated with me so much because of exactly that sentence you mentioned. Maybe when it comes to relationships or, you know, love affairs, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You should definitely find other ways where you can also devote your energy to. Yes. So if you just focused on your relationship, then you can easily get obsessed and possibly it will lead to some disastrous results like in her case schizophrenia i'm not saying it's definitely going to happen but if you get too obsessed bad things will happen yeah
0: i think that's that is a lesson for people in general because uh, it's most important i mean love is the fabric that holds everything together in terms of human relations but in excess it can be as we as we just heard can be quite traumatizing and uh, I think we have to distribute our love a little bit better in different areas, in different ways. That way, if something happens to fall through the cracks then you have other areas of your life that you can go to, in terms of, whether it's family, whether it's your work, whether it's your passions, whether it's your spirituality, whatever it is, I think our love needs to be diversified in different areas because... This is just an awful case of when, as we mentioned, just giving everything, putting someone first beyond even yourself. Mm. And this is the result of it.
1: Yeah. And her last album came in early 2000, so it's been more than 23 years. Mm. And I seriously think it's possible that we will never get to hear another album from her ever again. But she has never officially said, you know, my career is over. So I still hold on to that glimmer of hope. Let's hope. She will get much better and then eventually will have the ability to produce new music again. So with that said, do you have any clue (laughs) who this Singaporean artist is?
0: Well, I think I'm going to need to pull out my phone and take a quick look and see if I can. There was something you said earlier that has stuck in my mind. Okay. And because uh, we didn't go over a lot of her music, there was a period of time when she, you know she had hit after hit after mm-hmm. hit. Um, and it was largely with her collaboration with the producer. Fellow, the producer. But um, so if you just give me a minute here, I guess you can start the uh,
1: Okay, the let's start the countdown. 30. 20 seconds. Ten. Come on. Five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. (laughs) What do you got, man? Well, I'm not
0: gonna complain about the internet here because I (laughs) I don't really have an okay. The name that came up. Okay, so I looked up Golden Pear, Singapore, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there's just so many things that have come up.
1: Mm. Okay, do you want an extra clue that has to do with her music? Yeah, that would be really helpful. Okay, so given the incredible life story, and I think it's only fitting that one of her biggest hits is called There's Sunshine After the Storm. Okay. Well, actually, there's always sunshine after the storm.
0: All right. Uh, Okay. I think I have a name that has Mm. popped up from Mm. that, and I'm not sure which one is correct or not, but I'm just going to wing it here. Mm. Shumei Jing.
1: That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, what helped?
0: Uh, it was the song. Oh, yeah. The song. Yeah. The, the golden that... pear, I got nothing. And I guess I could have done the, you know, the
1: schizophrenia, uh, but I didn't yeah. really want to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was one of her biggest hits. Like I said, I think it's only fitting given her incredible life story. Wow, oh, this Chen Jianming definitely... guy is yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of fans would agree with you. He basically just destroyed her. Oh,
0: and that has to be something if you have a soul i would imagine that that is something that would be haunting for him as well
1: mm-hmm. but at the same time i have to say all those wonderful songs he wrote for her they did make her a career as well mm-hmm. so you can't entirely paint him as <laughs> the villain mm-hmm. like he had some major contributions
0: as well yeah i guess there's two sides to a story right
1: So yes, the correct answer is Mavis He, Xu Meijing. So Xu Meijing is a Singaporean singer who was extremely popular in Chinese-speaking countries and regions during the latter half of the 1990s. Unfortunately, due to two complicated relationships, she's had some serious mental health problems over the years, as I mentioned, and is probably done with her showbiz career forever. But we hope that's not the case. And we're going to hear two of her songs today. One is regret and the other is lost in love
0: lost in love oh that's probably the song i should have looked up (laughs) but before we hear those tracks mr liu i want to thank you again for this story this lesson this uh yeah discourse that we had about this uh, artist and i'm looking forward to hearing her music and i'm sure our listeners out there are as well for those of you tuning in thanks for joining us for another episode of pop muse be sure to join us next time next week when we release another episode i'm tj reed i'm new yet Take it easy, folks. We will see you next time.
3: Amen. Yeah. 请不吝点赞